Good morning, Karishma. Good morning. Welcome to our <laughs> last episode of season one, episode 10. Exciting. I didn't think we would make it to double digits. I didn't think we would ever really make it to one. So <laughs> I've set low expectations, hit low expectations. I think we've exceeded expectations. I think we've met expectations. Okay, fair. I, yeah. But in all seriousness, uh, we did it. We did a whole thing. The fact that we're planning for a season two, groundbreaking. Yeah, we're not we're not really planners. We kind of just do. So it's a Sunday morning. Typically, again, we record on a Saturday. I don't even know if we can say we typically record on a Saturday. We aim to record on a Saturday. Correct. Um, yesterday, it just was not in the cards for either of us. We had our text conversation of, I don't want to do this. And you're like, but we'll do it if you want to do it. I was like, I don't want to do it either. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> we're on the same page. It's a horizontal day. <laughs> yeah, both of us spent... Um... Probably like a good 80% of our day on our couches. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I um, binged an entire season of a one-hour show. Yeah. Upload on Amazon Prime. Me too. I binged um, an entire season of the OA. Each episode is also around an hour. I have no guilt about it. Same. Felt great. Honestly. Oh, yeah. It felt amazing. I think we both needed not we, – we were talking about it. I don't know if it's a reset, like a recharge, but things have felt like – helter-skelter off-kilt so like when you know like you have this idea of like a balancing act and all of a sudden it's just leading way too much to the danger zone and I think we both needed yesterday to just chill yeah and it's funny because like I almost feel guilty taking that time because we're in a pandemic and it's not like I'm like running around to places but I, I still have that like I'm still always on right like I'm still I still always have that face face is the wrong way to put it because it's not that I'm not you do always have a face correct but like it's not like I'm not being authentic it's just that like I'm always on I'm always performing to do something um yeah and I yeah I think yesterday it all just kind of was like yeah no today is not that day not today Satan um alternatively like Satan today is your day have it have what you will yeah um (laughs) (laughs) no I agree I uh and it's funny that you mention it too. I, I don't know if all of a sudden all of this time alone, for me in particular, has made just my anxiety different. Not worse, it's just manifests itself differently. And I don't have the typical things or like the toolkit that I would do to like escape a lot of these like cyclical thoughts. Mm. Um, in particular, trying to figure out my life because uh, since a couple, I've known for like two weeks now that my company is not. Uh, having people back into the office until 2021 (laughs) and that is a lot for me because I was planning on moving up to Boston when I got this job a while ago (laughs) yeah (laughs) but but to no avail and and now I'm 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 at the point where I don't know if I'll move to Boston more likely like when I'll move to Boston because they realistically I don't think I'll have to be in an office for at least another full calendar year um and I I don't want to stay here like here being my current location of Princeton Junction New Jersey yeah so I got to figure out what I'm doing um and that has proven to be significantly more difficult than I thought it would be can we talk about like so when you're thinking of an ideal place to live what types of things do you think about like and I mean not so much uh like work related but more like of the type of area you want to be in, what types of things do you take into account? So that's the thing. Um, 
if you had asked me this pre-pandemic, I think I would have had like a really strong answer mm-hmm. for what I wanted and and strong in the sense that I would have definitively known. But given the current circumstance, I have to rethink that because typically it would be very ur- it would be like an urban city, like a setting, a place where I could be with a lot of people, um, a place where I could also have access to travel a lot. Yeah. Like things that I I guess I associate so much with like my quality of life or a high quality of life, that type of like independence and freedom. Uh, I was so hell-bent on like not having a car, like going somewhere that had like really vibrant nightlife, somewhere that had like a thriving artist community or just like that type of space. But now I'm finding a lot more solace and comfort in things that are by nature more isolating because I think that's where I'm at and also where the world is at. Like I could not imagine being in New Jersey or not in New Jersey, like in New York right now, right? Because like I just, I have so much access right now to like hiking trails, Mm -hmm. to being safely outdoors without seeing people, to supporting local businesses without having to be in mass population of areas, Mm -hmm. mass densely populated areas. I mean, like, so I actually don't know right now. And then that caused me to like go back a hot bit and like think about, I've always had this idea of what my life is going to be like pre-pandemic. And I think I need to change those expectations or else I'm just going to be setting myself up for failure or more more appropriately disappointment in myself. Yeah. And someone actually asked me, like, would I be disappointed in myself if I stayed or if I moved somewhere? Like, that was comfortable because so much of my quote-unquote brand, as you know, is being, like, kind of reckless and doing what I want and, like, I want to do that, but I think there's a new layer of complexity because I can't just go where I would normally go. Because if this was not a pandemic, I know exactly what I would do. Yeah, I would go take the next three to four months after my lease is up. I'd put, I would not renew my lease on my apartment. I would not renew my lease on my car. I would get a one-way ticket to a country, likely Portugal, and I would get a long-term stay in Lisbon and stay there until my work called me back to the United States because I could go 90 days in there without a travel visa and then I would apply for a travel visa likely when I got there to extend my stay. Mm -hmm. like that is definitively what I want because it would have people it would have a new place it would have an ability a place for me to write it would have like a coastline those are things I was looking for but now um I'm not allowed in that country because I did look and it's still only essential workers are allowed into like Portugal or Spain Mm -hmm. and so I don't know what the fuck to do (laughs) we've reached an impasse potentially yeah I mean so the reason I ask is frankly I knew the answers to a lot of those questions but like the reason I ask (laughs) is because I wanted to probe uh like if that has changed for you because of pandemic and because of everything going on with work and things like that like are you kind of shifting your mindset in terms of what you want um and I think it's interesting that you said you need to change your expectations in order to not set yourself up for failure because I don't know if I don't know. I don't know if I am changing my expectations to not set myself up for failure. Like, I still do want to move into a more populated area where things are walkable and I may not need a car, but I do know that that, the risk of uh, COVID is higher and also it's harder to isolate and maintain mental health. Um, Yeah. So, but I think I'm also in a different situation because right now you're living alone um, and I'm living with my parents. So the like immediate needs for us are kind of slightly different 
Yeah. No, no, exactly. And 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 because I was init- I was even looking at um, the apartments that I were that I was looking at in Boston that I could afford uh, were obviously smaller than the space I have now. But my thought was, oh, it doesn't matter because I'll be at work and there's like a lot of really great places I could go. Um, I don't, that that does not seem viable right now. Like I would go batshit insane in a 390 foot square studio. Oh God, yeah. Wow. I know. That's that's, that's what I'm, correct. Especially because right now I have like what, like an 800 square foot apartment? Yeah. And so that's why I'm just trying to reevaluate things. And I think actually, like on Friday I had like, that ability to really think about that and yesterday I kind of just like sat with it and figured out like what are the steps I need to take to appropriately reevaluate some of these things and like the expectations I have for my life mm-hmm. um because realistically right I I think realistically no never for that I don't think realistically but a realistic thought that I have is <laughs> what <laughs> a realistic thought that I'm currently going through is that it's not going to really open back up, quote unquote, and I won't have my pre-COVID life until there's a like a vaccine, right? That's like widely distributed, available, accessible, right. all these things. And I don't think it's fair and I don't think it's on I don't think it's right for me to wait for that. Like I want to redesign those parts of my life so that I can still get what I need out of it. Because the one thing too that you and I have discussed is like I have architect did archetyped I've designed a life that I I think is like abnormal and not necessarily again like goes with the grain of what society would expect for people of our age people like of our gender right um and it's because it's just things I don't want like I don't explicitly want a family I don't want I don't have any goals or milestones to hit around being married around kids around anymore even like corporate-esque like rising in the corporate world like I kind of just don't have them right and so now I have to reevaluate what those are because I think that type of like carefree traveling, like doing whatever the fuck I want is no longer responsibly on the table. Yeah. Or so. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Correct. M- much of, much of my social behavior has drastically changed in the last five months. Yeah. Because, because it was kind of, you were kind of forced to. Um, yeah. Interesting. So you mentioned to me before we actually started recording that you had an epiphany and I asked about what and you said, well, we'll talk about it on the podcast and you can react live. So now I'm nervous, but I want to know what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the epiphany is that like initially remember how we didn't talk about it last week, but I was like pretty set on moving to Jersey City. Yeah. I don't think I can. Interesting. I know. So where would you? I don't know that part yet. <laughs> For all the reasons you listed, right? Like it wouldn't yeah. set you up for success, and like would it's exactly because I I wouldn't I wouldn't have like the thing is too because if I think if I wanted to do it I'd have to keep my car but I don't want my car mm-hmm. and then I would actually end up leaving the city on the weekends to find reprieve and like I, I I thought about what my life would be like and because there's the risk that there's so many risks that like the people that I know and associate with there aren't. I can't actually see them in the capacity that I would need. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't have the freedom. And also it's expensive still. And I still don't make that pay to 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 have that lifestyle right now. Yeah. Um, and we even talked about like maybe one of like that's that has always been a part of my like weird end goal is to come back and to like live in Jersey City, but like realistically to live in New York somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of me 
I, I remember my rationale was like, why would I wait if I could make that a reality now? Mm-hmm. And then something that I, I almost forgot about and I realized how critical it is to like my decision making is that added dimension of timing. Because I think that's like still where maybe one day I end up settling and like settling for the best way that homegirl could settle in like creating more sustainable things. But I think I still need to use the 20s to do something stupid and keep being stupid. Um, and so I've been looking now at spaces in like Austin, Texas. Hmm. In, uh, well, because I was thinking too, like I want to go somewhere slightly warmer for this for the winter, perhaps because I might I'll probably end up moving to Boston at some point next year. But also, Texas has the most COVID. Well, Florida does, but Texas has the second yeah. most COVID cases right now. All right, so scratch Texas. I just thought Austin was cool. Um, so that's the other thing too. I can't. I, I can't even really go. Like so many people our age are going home, and my parents live in Florida. I'm not going to Florida. Yeah. I can't. What about the Carolinas? Like I have some friends in North Carolina that are really loving it right now. That's an option. I have. I have. I've. I've got. Um, so that's the other thing is like if I go somewhere, then do I need to get like a car for the next couple of months? Yeah. Likely, right? Yeah. So then I'm thinking now, do I buy a car and then like I'll just figure it out. And that's like one thing that I've realized because there are so many and like my epiphany really was like yes to the Jersey City thing. But I think I was trying to plan way too far in advance and I was trying to plan in a way that has before fucked me up where I I plan for success for five years, for 10 years, as opposed to like what immediate happiness would mean for me. Right. And I start to compromise too much on that like immediate happiness in pursuit of what I think is a long term goal. Right. Um, and so I, I'm going to stop doing that. And I think I'm going to go back to my night, my, um, my normal bullshit. And so I figured out that all of my leases actually expire significantly earlier than I thought, whatever. Good thing I called yesterday. Um, I, <laughs> things I definitively know, I will not be resigning my lease because apparently I need to tell them if I'm resigning for a year in four days. So I'm going to ignore that email until, and assume that that means I'm not resigning. I think that's how that works. Um, so I'm not going to resign my apartment lease. I'm going to give back my car and then I'll figure it out and I'll reevaluate all of these things on September 1st. That'll give me 14 days to figure it out. I don't know how you live your life this way. We are such opposites. (laughs) I think this is the only way I can live and stay sane for the next month. Yeah, fair. So who knows, maybe by season two we'll know where I end up. Maybe. uh, That's exciting. Maybe you'll be in a different location. I I 100% will be. Yeah. Wow. Actually, it depends. When are we starting season two? I don't know. Uh, good question. <laughs> Let us know if you if you need a break from us as much as we need a break from this. <laughs> well, I think the reason we mutual? need... Yeah, seriously. I think the reason we need a break from this is not so much that we need to break it, but more so, like, uh, we should really be planning this if this is going to be a thing. Like, if we're going to be content creators, we've got to plan our content and get good at it uh, and figure out yeah. social and those things. <laughs> Correct, because again, we are at the bar. We are meeting expectations. Correct. Correct. And we don't have bullshit anything. We full bullshit all of it. Yep. We have no plan for this episode. No, and that's fine. But I do want to talk to you about like, so I was horizontal for most of yesterday. Same. I was also kind of hungover, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> why were you horizontal? Um, so I think there's, it was a, a, a little bit of a snowball effect. Um, there's a lot I do in terms of like working out and trying to eat healthy that I do less about my physical uh, appearance and more about just staying, you know, mentally healthy, um, that I have not been doing. 
in the past week. I have not danced. Um, there's also a couple of things with family, um, you know, just feeling burnt out as we've talked about a million times before. Uh, and I mentioned earlier in the episode, like feeling like I'm always on and always trying to go after the next thing and always trying to like, oh, I have to work out today. I have to take a look at what I'm eating. I have to go have that really important call and so on. Um, that I just needed a day to like not like no face. I I literally like put on a sports bra and, and shorts and sat under a blanket for seven hours and watched some Netflix. <laughs> um, and we called it a reset when we were talking um, outside of this podcast, but I think a, like it's not necessarily a reset, right? It was literally just a pause. I needed just a pause um, before I move yeah. on and continue doing some of those same things. Because in the long run, I, I like what I do and I, um, all the, I do all those things for a reason, um, but I did need just a pause. Yeah. I think I've also gotten into this weird headspace where I, I started to use my weekends also for a lot of productive things. Yeah, same. Uh, because I have nothing else to do, and I felt that that was the right thing to do during, like, isolation. Um, but I really needed yesterday, like you said, to just pause. Yeah. I'm also really stressed out about work for the first time in a while, and I, I don't think I've remembered how to handle that. <laughs> <laughs> but a good stress, Whoops. hopefully. Not, like screw this but just no 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 we haven't reached that good despite the fact that our title last week's episode was did she quit again yeah life <laughs> no i um honestly though i got i got some feedback on that and everyone's like we really thought you quit again i was like it's part of a brand i clearly cultivated but i i can't stress i would love and i still am thinking about how i can go ahead and make my millions and and not work for other people. And I do think that we'll have a startup one day or some type of like revenue generating project. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I think right now we're both in a state of life where that's not feasible, but correct, we are scheming in our heads a little bit. I'm, I'm never not gonna scheme, guys. It's like the only thing that keeps me alive. It's so fucking fun yeah. to plot. Yeah. I have so many ideas that I keep in just like a Google Drive doc that's shared with no one that I just like write down when I think of really cool ideas. Like one of my ideas, which Garthic didn't really respond to because I told him to do it and he was like, yeah, bye. Um, I I was, (laughs) so there's this app called Steezy and it is um, an online platform where you can learn dance tutorials and it's mostly like hip hop and other street styles. Um, And it's really cool. It has a lot of cool features. You can like um, learn technique. You can learn routines. You can do all these different types of things. You can watch it straight on. You can watch it mirrored. Like there's all the features you need to make it as close to an in in real life experience as possible. Um, Nothing really replaces that, but it's close to it. And it's subscription based. Um, So you pay a monthly fee. And I love it, and I use it pretty often, um, especially when I'm sick of, like, all those choreographers on Instagram and stuff. Um, And one of the things that I was craving was to have sort of the same platform but for more cultural dance styles, like Bollywood. Um, Yeah. And nothing exists. Like, there's Bollywood choreographers that do their thing on, like, YouTube Live and Instagram Live and Zoom and so on. But nothing, there's no consolidated platform where choreographers and the platform itself can mutually benefit. Choreographers get paid, and they also mm-hmm. get the exposure of the, the massive audience that subscribes to this 
this um, platform, but also the platform benefits because you bring in famous choreographers that everyone wants to learn from, yeah. right? Um, yeah. And that's how you make money too. So it's mutually beneficial and nothing like that exists for Indian dance styles. And I was like, Garthik, go build this. And he was like, yeah. bye. And I was like, okay, well then I'm going to build it. We should build that. Yeah. I'm down. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's a great idea. If, if anyone's listening and wants to help, uh, DM us or just like text us because if you don't have our numbers, I don't know if you're listening. One, I don't know why you're listening to this or how you found it. So thank you. But two, I don't know if we should work together. Do we have you an have audience? Me. I mean, also, if you like really don't know us and listen to our podcast, that's pretty cool. So like find us on Instagram or something and let us know because that's that's cool. But but don't find us in the creepy way because I've gotten creepy DMs since we've started this. Oh, really? Yeah. That's not good. Never mind. I take that statement back. No me gusta. A mí no me gusta. Yeah, I unfortunately also get creepy DMs, not because of this, but because of my dance videos. And I'm like, bye. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's like you're used to this. I was yeah. like, oh, pass. Unfortunate reality. Gosh. But if you're not a creepo and you're listening, actually, you know what? All of our listeners are great, but just moving on. <laughs> yeah, you can message us on our on our, on our our platforms account. Don't, yeah, don't message that us Yeah, that we're totally personally. fine with. That's the one I don't like. Yeah. Anyway. I digress. The one thing I do want to go back to, though, is, is like, what would be your ideal situation living right now? Because you asked me. Like, yeah. What's yours? So my ideal situation is um, still slightly more of an, uh, an urban – urban's the wrong word. It, it's more just a populated area where things are walkable. That's really all I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um but not New York City. Um, I honestly have never really wanted to live in the heart of New York. It's a little bit too much for me, but I want to be close enough so I can do things in New York. Um, I am, unlike you, not planning for my happiness for the next six months. I'm planning for my happiness for the next three to four years. Um, And it's also like, I think we're just in different spots. Like there's nothing right or wrong about one way or the other. I just think for me, like, the next person I live with is going to be Karthik and then I'm going to live with Karthik for the rest of my life. So if we are going to like find a place, Chris is looking at me wide eyed right now because she realized that like, that's a lot. <laughs> I like, so I, I, I knew that that was a thing yeah. because we talked about like me, like being like a part of yours and Karthik's wedding and like me being the worst godmother to yours and Karthik's kids and all of this stuff. But like, I didn't think about it like in those terms yeah yes yeah yes, I know yes, yes. when you say it out I, loud it's like oh my god holy fuck yeah so it like wait hold up and that's something that like brings you comfort not deep-seated anxiety correct because I'm with oh the, my god I'm with the right person <laughs> if it brought me anxiety I would be with the wrong person or there would be something off about my relationship especially because we've been dating for seven years it'd be different if we were dating for a year and I was like yep we're moving in together and for spending the rest of our lives together right like and for some people that works, but for me, I know it doesn't. I need a lot more, like, I don't know, validation that this is actually a thing. And I've gotten that validation because we've been together for seven years. Um, I've been with me for 24 and I don't even love myself that much. Well, I mean, same. I've been with me for 25 and I don't love myself that much. But I think that's more about us setting a very high bar for ourselves. It's fine. I've only got six more years of this bullshit anyway. Oh, no. I hate it when you say that. Anyway, um, yeah, so, like, since I am planning in that way, 
I am planning for a post-pandemic life, right? And mm-hmm. if that means – and Karthik and I have talked about it a lot because it comes with a lot of pros and cons. We're saving a lot of money right now living with our parents. Um, yeah. So that's one big pro. The other thing is we live – both of us live in areas that are um, – less populated, so less risk of COVID versus if we move up to Jersey City, which for those who don't know is much closer to New York and therefore much higher risk of COVID. Um, it, you know, is obviously more risky. We would live in an apartment building versus a suburban house. So that would add its risks, smaller space. Um, not only are we moving in together and trying to figure that aspect out, but we're going to spend all day, every day together working in the same room, right? So all of those things, trying to figure that out, like, I'm not going to lie, it's it's making us think quite a bit, but it's not coming from a place of like, it, it, it's not anxiety inducing, it's more okay, these are things that we didn't think we would have to consider that are just added considerations, right? So let's figure out how we're going to make that work. One of the things that we're talking about is if at all possible, I mean, rents have decreased in comparison to six months ago. So if at all possible, can we afford a two bedroom rather than a one bedroom so that we have a workspace and then a bedroom, right? To create a little bit of that Mm -hmm. physical distance, Um, things like that. But anyway, yeah, what I'm looking for is a place that I can call home for the next couple of years, Um, I've been moving every year since I graduated college, so it's been rough. Um, And also a place that feels feels like a place where Karthik, myself, you, Shivani, Anika, like a couple of like very close friends can like be in and interact in and feel like this is, you know, some of the best moments of our lives. one, Shivani and I made that work in our last apartment, my old, my roommate and I, um, but the space was not ideal for that and it had its limitations and sometimes it did not feel like home. Um, and so that's really what I'm looking for. Also, I love Jersey City because I love the view of the city and I love walking to the waterfront. Yeah, I love that every time I come up, we would always go to the waterfront in the morning with coffee. Yeah, Karthik and I do that every uh, weekend. We did that every weekend. It's kind of like uh, Karthik and I are almost interchangeable now. Yep. Correct. <laughs> um, fun fact, though, while we're talking about this, I um, I remember that this is almost actually that walk to the waterfront is where we initially started to scheme about this. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about like, yeah, we and we like stopped at a coffee shop and we did some work and then yeah. we started talking about, um, yeah, producing some content. I think that's actually where I was applying to jobs. You were doing work. I was applying to jobs. Correct. <laughs> that's where we were in our lives. Um, Life. Oh my goodness. This is like, it feels like almost full circle. And that's why when I told you about like me changing my expectations, I think nothing right physically has changed about any circumstance, but that's helped me to gather what I need in order to make these next decisions. Because I I think I was just running in a circle, not being able to make a decision because I was running around the wrong ideas. Right. Um, So now that I've accepted that I will be moving to a place that is not long-term, that is more temporary for the next couple of months. Like I've decided that I will be getting a storage unit and putting all of my furniture in a storage unit. Um, And that's at least something I don't have to worry about. So I'm not going to, I'm going to move into a place very temporarily. So probably like a long stay Airbnb. Mm -hmm. Um, And depending on the location, I will or will not like get a car and I'll probably just like buy, I won't lease again. I'll probably just get a car. And that's also pretty dependent now on whether or not borders open, because if I'm allowed to go out or find a place that is accepting travelers safely, 
uh, for non-essentials, then I will go there. So if anyone also knows of countries right now that are letting people in, like for non-essential reasons, uh, let me know because I'll move there for about three months. <laughs> well, would you, I wonder if you would need a car if you moved closer, and I don't even know if this is something you want, but moved closer to basically like a shore town. That's kind of like a small town that's walkable with small businesses where you can get like groceries and stuff. So I've been looking into that as well, and I've actually Googled best shore towns, and then all the things came up were like the Hamptons, and I can't afford that. Oh, God. So um, one of my favorite places in this entire fucking world is also Portland, Maine, as you know, like typically where I drive and run away from my life at like a a whim. So I've also been looking at long stays there Mm -hmm. because I could just stick around there. Yeah. Um, So, you know... I'll figure it out. And I think that's like a lot of the comfort and I realize that privilege of I'll figure it out. Um, I've got enough resources right now where even if it's not ideal, I've accepted that my next move is temporary. And I think that shift in mindset has let me be more open to things. Um, Yeah, it's weird because I was even thinking like um, I find a lot of comfort in being close to my brother. My brother is in D.C. Mm -hmm. And I was like, maybe I'll go down there for a bit. Yeah. But then I found out he's moving. Oh, Okay. To Texas, which is why I had been looking at Austin. Oh, God. Good luck to him. Yeah. I know. He got a promotion, which is fantastic. But um, life, liberty, and the pursuit of my 20s. I don't know. So we're hitting up some time. And I know this episode was quite, like, last-minute planned. We even considered not releasing an episode this week. But I do want to just take some time to... Thank everyone for listening. It's been real. Yeah, we've got, got some. Sh- oh, go ahead. No, you please. <laughs> we've got like a couple of not a couple. We've got a, quite a few um, consistent listeners that both get excited about the things we talk about, which is always nice, but also give us feedback. Um, so yeah, I think we're about to do shoutouts. Oh yeah. Well, really, my biggest shout out is to like JB Jacqueline Bates. What a homie! She her enthusiasm for this podcast is unparalleled. Also unwarranted and makes me slightly <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> Everyone else's has been like, oh, like, great job. We're supportive. She on the other hand, is like, where do you record in your apartment? Show me where it happens. Yeah, she's she's definitely <laughs> Next a level. supporter. Yeah, and Garthic has always been great about, like, giving us real feedback. Garthic's, like, a real one, you know? Like, if he doesn't like 30 seconds of it, he will link me to those 30 seconds and be like, that could have been better, which I appreciate. I, I take feedback well when it comes from Garthic. So, uh, yeah, thanks for that. That was an important prepositional phase phrase from Garthic. Yeah, yeah, from Garthic. <laughs> yeah, please, everyone else, don't don't send us those sound bites and be like, this could have been better. Yeah, they're great. You know what? It's been a, a good project for for you and I it's in a weird way I think one kept us close since we are no longer co-workers we have a mandatory I mean we hang out more than this I talk to you just about every day yeah no but I do think it has solidified our friendship because it makes us talk about those things in a way that almost like one makes us vulnerable but also requires us to step outside of the situation a little bit and explain it so I found a lot of benefit in having conversations with you while recording them <laughs> me too. It's also good because it's taught me boundaries because there are things that clearly happen in my life that I cannot speak about on here and I've gotten better about determining what they are and are not. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least on my side, shout out to Henry Carr. If you are listening to this, <laughs> I don't think God, he's listening to this. I wish I wish you could be on our podcast. I'm gonna send us. him this you know episode what? though. <laughs> Such a weird thing you say. Oh, <laughs> uh, 
He is like the the best. He is like, has, have you ever seen uh, the show Phineas and Ferb? Yeah. You know the platypus? Yeah. So critical to the storyline, right? Yep. That's what he was to me when I was working at Bloomberg. He was the platypus going about his own life. You and I were Phineas and or Ferb. And he just let it happen and was there. And I would say, bye, Henry. And he'd be like, bye, Carissa. And that was it. That was he your never told a soul. Yeah. He never told a soul all the mental breakdowns that I had crying there. Yeah. Yeah. He was also in really early and really yeah. late. So yeah. off hours when you and I would just like talk about real shit at my desk. Yeah. Um, he was around. Yeah. We definitely will be back for season two. TBD on when that'll be. We will definitely post on our socials, so keep updated on that because we currently do not know. Um, but no, this break hey. for us, yeah, this break for us is going to be equal parts figuring out, you know, settling into some new parts of our own lives, but also figuring out what we want season two to look like and what types of content planning or not planning we want to do for each episode, what social looks like and how to make this a sustainable thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was episode 10. That was season one. That was, yeah, that was season one. Go us. I wish I could, like, give you a high five right now. I wouldn't want that in real life either. Okay, we're going to end the episode there. Okay, thanks for listening to season one. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.